Well, it's the friend zone. Where Tim and Guy come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Where Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best idea of all time. Uh, hi. Hi, everybody. It's the friend zone with me and him. Uh, the two podcast hosts who shall not be named for if their names are said aloud one more fucking time on this stream, bad things will happen. Hey everyone, it's so, me, Guy Montgomery. I'm going to go by Billy Top Hat. Billy Top can Hat today. Can I recommend a different name, Billy Top Hat? No, you can't. I recommend you go by the name Tim Bat. Absolutely not. It is forbidden. Uh, okay. I will guy. call you thusly hereforth. You're going to call Tim. me thusly hereforth? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking cool. <laughs> I like that. Okay. I will do my best to call you thusly hereforth for the Dig remainder it. of this. Uh, how are you, way. my friend? Uh, please address me by my first or second name. Just How are you, Mr. Hereforth? Pretty, pretty good. Uh, in a slight hurry, because we were supposed to record about an hour ago, but otherwise good. Keen to jump into a mailbag. <laughs> Keen to... What? It was just, you know, like, obviously we're running late, but you don't need to drag everyone into our business, you know? I will. For it yeah, is thusly's uh, want... There's no action there. <laughs> well, Mr. Hereforth, I object, sir. What's happening with you, Guy? Uh, You're on the other side lot. of planet Earth today. Yeah. Not a lot, man. Uh, I just went out uh, and had some dinner and caught up with a friend of ours, Daniel. Uh, Daniel, Daniel who, Guy? Daniel Sloss. Ever heard of anyone... him? He's on Netflix now, everyone. He's a big <laughs> cog in the machine. Yeah, he is. Cogs. He's a huge cog in the machine of cogs. Uh, hasn't done a lot for him professionally, but that man is climbing the cog ladder faster than any cog I've seen. Uh, he was in good spirits. We had a good time. Uh, I've got a very early flight tomorrow morning to Toronto Oof. for JFL 42. That stands for Justin Fucking Lounges, which is a festival where a guy named Justin has um, handpicked, he's curated just a set of couches, chaise lounges, and really comfortable beds. Um, guys and invited guests this year, which, I mean, fuck, man, that's pretty cool. It's nice to and ask, isn't it? Overdue, I am known for comfortably lounging uh, in various different clothes and settings and so it's nice to finally be acknowledged uh, if you do want to watch me on various different chaise lounges or chairs bean bags floors cushions pillows there is a difference uh, just look up jfl42 and uh, follow your nose but uh I mean, I'm good. I'm going to be wearing this in the morning is what I'm saying. And I am responsible for the lateness. But what are you going to do? You know, friends will be late sometimes. I think sometimes we're ordinarily will. punctual enough with one another to, to know that there's a mutual respect. I am late way more often than you are. So uh, <clears throat> if it was a credit system, you know. Which it isn't. I'd still be in debt. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna whip right into the mailbag guy. I thought you never would, Tim. But before I do, just undoing that completely. Uh, 
I <laughs> we said this on the last friend zone, but I cannot recommend highly enough that you tune in to um, the last Patreon that we did, which is available for all five dollar plus subscribers right now, and we will put, <coughs> excuse me put on the stream at some point soon. Uh, you know, soon ish. We have no commitment to put those out in a timely fashion. Uh, someone's given us thirty dollars. And they've said, Cogs, Cogs, I want Cogs. I hadn't even pre-read that before I made the mention <laughs> of Daniel Sloss. Uh, it comes to us from Western Australia, and they've put an address, but at the top, instead of a name, it just says Cogs, Cogs. So thank you so much for that donation, uh, Cogs, Cogs. Well, it's nice to know that the Cog industry is thriving as well it should be. I think um, I found this person's message as well. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. Hello, Tim. Hi, Guy. Let me start by saying August was hard for me. In Friendzone 70 or thereabouts, Tim announced the end of your deal with Stitcher and the uh, imminent reavailability of Season 1. Uh-oh. Uh, having boarded the worst idea of all time express toward the end of Season 3, this news made me visibly aroused. Ooh. In the last month, the swelling of anticipation has been painful to sustain, and each day it reduced, giving way little by little to a smouldering fury. I had pain in my heart and pain in my pants. All that changed in your last friend zone. Not only did it have one of the finest sign-offs from Guy I've ever heard, Tim let us all know he's working hard on revamping the old content. I am now grotesquely <laughs> virile again. My wife comes home before nightfall uh, once more, and the olive harvest will be bountiful this year. Jesus. I doubted you good boys and I'm ashamed. The burning vinegar of unfulfilled expectations has been emptied from my cup and the hot mile of humility now runneth over its brim. And boy, I am keen to take a sip. As a uh, Just as a point of pride, I finished season two in five days. Whew. Uh, my first foray into podcasts and have been addicted ever since. Thank you for the gift that keeps giving. Uh, then the kind of stops, then starts giving again very soon. I'm sending you a few cashews, and if you ever have much, uh, if if I ever have too much money, I will bankroll Grown Ups Three, forcing you both out of retirement. Cheers, boys! Never cease your craft, of which you are masters. Hugs, kisses, cocaine, and cogs, Charlie. Fucking heck! Well, this Charlie sounds like a real dude. You know, one of the L dude brothers. <laughs> Is that the sound the dudes make? It's the sound of the L Dude Brothers. There is simply no denying it. Hi, guys. Last podcast on the left just did a two-parter on the Donna Party, which I think is maybe America's most intense old-timey act of cannibalism. A key player in the story happened to be a James Reed, and all I could think of was James Reed, spelt slightly differently, from The Feelers. I know you guys are done with We Are Your Friends, but if your funny brains can figure out a way to add a bit of James Reed mythos involving old-timey pioneers that are also cannibalistic DJs, I would die laughing. I'm pretty sure I know what's in the MacBook box now. Love you, Kiwis. Laura King. Two very separate but uh, distinct and powerful thoughts right next to each other towards the end of that message. Um, so you would have seen you would have seen my reply to Laura. Yeah, you said, uh, "I wish I was more like Guy." Jeez, he seems nice. I'm so high on heroin right now. I don't know what else to say. I listened to those episodes yesterday and cracked up. Holy shit, what a harrowing story, huh? Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. 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 
Oh, it's two men. truths and one lie with my man Guy Montgomery this evening. I tell you what, he's all you've over used, the show. You've used the clown emoji over 40 times. This doesn't Not seem me. like appropriate correspondence, Tim. Not, not uh, but I do day. see that you've written back or your version of writing back to Laura. So thank you, Laura. What a wonderful message. The last podcast on the left, I'm a big fan of their work. Uh, it is such a good show. And that Donna Party double, double I think it was two, might have been three-parter. Oh, oh, my goodness. My ears pricked up at the mention of James Reed too. But the, the, the shit that went down, Guy Montgomery... Insane. I believe it. I believe it, man. I got no reason to doubt it. You know that. So you many know me. People got hey, eaten. Tim, you know me. You can Kids trust went me, man. Feral. Tim, and you they can were trust. so close. They were so close to pulling it off. They were trying to get from one part of America to the other, like Oregon Trail style, at the time when that was appropriate. I think it was like the early eighteen hundreds, maybe. And man, what a absolute calamity it was, uh, which resulted in. <laughs> much death and just an absolute degradation of human behavior bad times but a great lesson um, uh but you hate to see that don't time. you cannibalism yeah you it. just hate you hate to see that you do especially in um, the workplace it's the last like, place you need that uh cannibalism in the it, workplace someone sent a message five days ago I forgot what it says, but I did reply to it at the time saying this is the funniest shit I've seen all week. So let's uh, let's let's delve in. Howdy ho, spindly, timbly, wimbly, and guy the mountain of comedy. I thought that maybe with the first season of The Worst Idea rolling back into the feed, I, be, I bet actually, do you know what? I'm going to hit pause on this guy because I feel like I should address this and uh, I, I should also address um, our man Charlie. Like, I'm, I need to, we need to stop mentioning stuff unless it is, about to go out so i'm sorry for that it's bad things take sometimes things take a bit longer than they should when when's that going out do Mate, we who knows? aka who knows? you know no okay so should we should we not address it at all then well i'm just saying uh temper your raging boners <coughs> it won't be far away but you Sweet. know that's uh that's obviously not a distinct amount of time i'm working My hard dicks to try and get hanging out as quick as possible Short and shallow in between my legs, my fella. Weird. Uh, so the body of this message says, I thought that maybe with the first season of Worst Idea rolling back into the feed, you might be getting more fan mail again soon and just maybe you wouldn't want them being sent to your personal email account. So I took the liberty of putting this together for you. Now I remember what this is. I present worstideapod at AOL.com. So uh, this gentleman who's gotten in touch guy, has has made an 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 AOL email address for us and sent us the password, which is humorous. I will share it with you after. Also, did you know that you need to provide a valid phone number to make an AOL account these days? Since yours isn't public information, like your private email account or guys' credit card information, <laughs> I had to use my own. So that's probably buried in your prof in your profile somewhere. I'm trusting you to be good boys and kind boys. And I don't know. I guess you can give me a ring if you're ever in Raleigh, North Carolina. Kisses and wishes, Christopher. He hasn't specified if he wants his last name out there, so I'm going to make a judgment call and say, yes, he does, Metzger. Thanks, Christopher. That is such a great gift. 
Yeah, that is a wonderful gift. And Tim, really good instincts. I often think if someone doesn't specify if they want explicit personal details shared with the broader public, mm. that's usually a soft yes, at oh, least. Yeah. There's nothing Tacit worse approval. than accidentally upsetting someone by not saying their whole name. What do you think is more likely? People feeling left out because we didn't say their last name or uh, being furious or sad at the invasion of privacy of us putting a last name out? If we're doing our job correctly, Tim, 50-50. Very good. Hey, Timbo and Guy Guy. I recall a few months back, Tim was saying if if someone wanted to do a best of season two and three, they should. Has anyone done that yet? If yes, we're going to get a hold of it. If no, I plan to re-listen to the entire potty once season one is available again and will take it upon myself to do so despite knowing nothing about editing of any kind. <laughs> this has motivated me to click on this man's private uh, account on Facebook as we've been messaged. And um, <laughs> Are you getting dude, a sense it's a guy who can learn quickly the skills of editing? Uh, I'm getting a sense that he's enthusiastic. There's no doubting right. that. He's also handsome and muscly. Uh, not a lot of tells on his ability to edit. Anyway, it continues. Guy, I'm taking an hour-long train ride and a 24-minute walk to come see you on September 25 in Toronto. This man's going to come and watch me throw myself upon an ottoman. Um, I'm bringing my old man, who knows nothing about you or the potty, but loves to laugh. I'd be honoured to buy you a beer after or even to just shake your hand. Tim, do you have any plans to come to Toronto anytime soon? You know, I'm sure the sentiment is pure, but it feels tacked on. It does, doesn't it? But I like that he's <laughs> made the effort to try and include me. Yeah, I wish you were in Toronto, Tim. I, uh, I miss your friendship. Thanks for all the laughs. Can't wait to experience it all again. Overlooked and Undercooked was great. And I can't wait for season two. Live every moment, love every day, and they haven't used their name at all. And so it will remain a mystery. Save it to say, his name rhymes with Flake Boris. Blake Morris? No, but I mean, <laughs> you're not a million miles away. I don't, I don't think you mastered that as well as you thought you did in the moment. Well, you got well, it wrong, so... <laughs> oh, did judge? I? Okay, cool. That's good to hear. I'm glad. Uh, you're going to be performing on an ottoman. Well, I'm at this furniture expo. I know I'm going to fucking do my best to sell some of the goddamn furniture. Yeah, bloody eye. Uh, no, no. In, in the spirit of genuinely promoting myself, I'm doing five solo stand-up comedy shows around my show from this year. Guy Montgomery doesn't check his phone for an hour. How does the stand-up nature of the comedy sort of click into the lounge nature of the rest of the festival is it one of those uh, things where sort of stand up as the name but you will be you will be spread on an ottoman well i can't remember the name of the not proprietor but the founder of the festival what was it justin fucking phalanges or something lounges no it's just justin justin fucking lounges yeah well you know I can see what his intentions for the festival were, and they were pure. I mean, the idea of laughing in comfort is as appealing to me as it is the next man. But from what I've heard from some of the other performers and punters going along, uh, this is not a good festival for comedy. 
this is certainly a good festival for lounging. Mm-hmm. It's a very comfortable place to be. But uh, by way of consuming comedy, I mean, the sheer number of sleeping pills you have to take to get into the venue, Tim, would knock out a rhinoceros, let alone oh an ordinary-sized person. Such a good thing there's so much seating around. I guess well, it's not such a good thing. It's all planned, isn't it? It's all Not a lot a for piece. the punters. Oh, this is the cruelest stand. element of the festival. Mm. They stand. You have more furniture than you could possibly spread yourself across, but that's not your decision, you know. I don't sign the checks. Was there a second bit coming to that, or was that it? Just that I don't sign that, the checks. That's okay, my cool. new. That's my new sort of conclusive statement I make with respect to anything. A bit of a catchphrase. I like having a catchphrase ending on an upward inflection. Suggesting mm. there's more, but just sort of walking away. You're going to leave a lot of people themselves. curious. I don't write the checks. <laughs> this does leave you wanting <laughs> quite pregnant. a substantial amount more. Uh, what do you got for us? Crowded house. What? <laughs> I was encouraging you to start reading, but you followed your nose. And just here we a quarter are. of a second off. If there was literally no de- delay on this call, I reckon we'd just we'd be nailing it. Dear Tim Finn of Crowded House and Germothe- uh, ge- Geothermal Geyser. That's you, guy. You're the geyser. I've been smashing the podcast over the last few months since discovering it, and I'm up to the fourth. I'm up to the fourth and director's commentary episode of season three. Oh, I see. The fourth and director's commentary of season three. Oh, boy. You are good boys. And you're brave boys, but you aren't always clever boys. I sincerely hope there wasn't some kind of permanent psychological damage after this obscene experiment, for it would surely ruin the immense joy it's brought me. I can't thank you enough for the podcast. I've had a few a brutal few months, and it's been a real delight returning to my boys for more fun when I've needed a pick-me-up. And Guy Montgomery, you're not a real piece of shit. You're a bloody legend. Tim, you're a real bloody legend too. I'll give <laughs> I you... thought he was going to call you a piece of shit. Oh, no. No, and it's a she. It's Kate. Uh, I give you this. <laughs> Moi. And there's I'm a kissy a face. For a kiss is always a gift. No, you're a bloody legend. Kate said so. And that's from Kate Medley. Or Medley, I think is how you'd say it. Oh, fuck, it's Kate. So Thank you so much. That was such a wonderful message. That actually, uh, that one really got me then. I felt very warmed, which is a good feeling. Do you think... Uh, the first reign of the Ottoman Empire started at like the first iteration of this festival. And at one point, Ottomans outnumbered people. And that's how they, they reigned for 600 years. Just a, a pure numbers game. There we were, it's like what's happening with AI now, right? Like there we are struggling away trying to build the things, trying to build all these Ottomans or Ottomen as I believe the plural, the plural is. And then suddenly we've got all these um, beautiful decorative chairs around and they start to realize that they now outnumber humans. And when they start to sort of unionize and rise up, you know, they form the Ottoman Empire. Is that history? Uh, it's certainly a version of history. I call me a traditionalist struggle to believe that any amount of furniture lest it be both sentient and uh, not vindictive but certainly with a passion for justice or vengeance uh, I just feel like you know humans win 
That's just how it is. Do you think? But well, I mean, you know, I don't know what technology is inside of this furniture, Tim. So I can't say that a hundred percent. But here's what I believe happened to the dinosaurs. I think we were there at the same time. God willed us all into being. We're all hanging out, and then we made too many kitchen tables, and the kitchen tables were strong enough to take out humans. Or so they thought, and then they they fully wiped out the dinosaurs. But there was an underground band of people left who were hiding out, and they created fire, and then they wiped out all the tables, and then humanity yeah. reigned. Tables, maybe. Place specific tables. I'm starting to ask questions. Oh, like kitchen specific tables. How can a kitchen table exist before a kitchen, Tim? Kitchens have been around since the dawn of time, just like humans and dinosaurs. There's never been a time before kitchens. Um, well, yeah, I mean, according to your bloody story, they've been around at least as long as tables, slightly longer, in fact. I'd say so. I... Um, don't yes. wanna I don't wanna be negative, but I just I would like to cast my aspersions at your theory. I struggle to believe that a person would ever lose anything to a table. If you see tables used in wrestling, Tim, are they usually announce the winner? Not anymore, because they've learned humility. But there's little clues. <laughs> there's little clues to their, their powerful reign. You know how like in casinos they, they refer to it as the table, table wins? That's for the casino. That's coded language. What do you mean, coded language? Well, when they say that the table wins, mm. they actually mean the house. Yeah. And when they're talking about a house, it's not even like the money goes to a family. It goes to the fucking casino. These guys yeah, are monsters. Goddamn, casinos have defeated us. Hi, Gimintai. I'm murking. murking. This is not the word that this author has used. I would Stick like with to apologize. Stick it out. I'm murking my way through the podcast again, and there's something I never heard mentioned in season two. I know this dark and terrible time is far behind you, so I hope you don't mind my raising this question. I've not subjugated myself to the film, but in the scene where the manservant opens the gal's mail in Abu Dhabi, aren't they on vacation? Aren't they only in the United Arab Emirates for less than a week? Do they not have mailboxes and or semi-competent husbands and or housekeepers that can store or handle mail for the few days the gals are out of the country? How long does it take to send letters to Abu Dhabi from the US? Big fan of the podcast. Thanks for the laugh and friendship. The laughs. And I can't make that clear enough. <laughs> Their words or your correction? Both. Their words and my correction. I'd say. Uh, the insinuation is that this person has laughed many times at what we've said. P.S. Have you presumably belated by the time you read this birthday to Guy Guy? I love that because the assumption is this was sent uh, last week. And the assumption is that it would not be read until sometime next week. But we got you four days, isn't it? Oh no, five days. I forgot that the, your day is different to my day. It's on the 29th of September. 
here's the thing about that, everybody. You got to wish Guy happy birthday any way that you can. Send us an email to, uh, what was it again? Worst, I, I think, worstideapod at aol.com. Let me just double check the veracity of that. Uh, where are we here? It is. It's worstideapod at aol.com. Send birthday wishes to Guy. And not just text. I mean, send text. Send a text message to him, which is an email to that. But it's an email address. Record a little video on your phone. Um, send him a, a, a voice recording wishing him a happy birthday. It's important that guys hear, he hears from you because we love our friends. And, um, you know, guy's going to be doing a lot of sitting down. So let's give him something to talk about in the words of, it wasn't Dolly Parton. Whose song is that? Let's give him something to talk about. Do you know how often I think about Dolly Parton's tweet where she's holding a fiddle? And she I don't says, know that uh, tweet. It's a picture of her, like, sort of, you know, enthusiastically and invitingly holding a fiddle. And uh, the tweet, the text of the tweet just says, uh, Fiddle me this. Ha ha. It's a joke, y'all. Hope it made you laugh. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yes. What a treasure. What a what a great um privilege to be alive at the same time as Dolly Parton walks the earth. What a Bonnie thing. Wright. Bonnie Riot? Anyway. Please continue. She, what are you saying? She's saying something to talk about. Oh, thanks. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna go listen to that song now. Uh that, should we wrap it up, Guy, or do you have more? Uh, only only one remaining PPS from this last message. PPS, Beautiful. the original message was sent at 4.20 North Carolina time. Yes. Although I have no idea what that translates to, 4NZ. It translates to time to fucking rip it and ship it, baby. It's all about smoking weed and sending postcards. Do it. You haven't lived till you've gotten high and hung out at the post office because... If you got stone oh. before you go there, the line is way less of a thing. Fuck your stamps.com. Get out in the world. See your fellow humans. Be in a shared <laughs> yeah. cultural experience. I don't care about a free digital scale. Throw it out the goddamn window and meet some people you haven't met before. I love this new sponsor, fuckstamps.com. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thusly, I believe we are supporting... UPS and the post office. Not UPS. USPS. This episode was brought to you by the United States Postal Service. That's right. Yeah. We're sponsored by a branch of the American government. This, yeah, we're federal now. <laughs> but with a local feel because we're community focused. But also the most important message, and I can't stress this enough, Fuck stamps.com. <laughs> they can they can seriously go to hell. Go to hell. You are robbing everyone of an opportunity I... to make friends. That's why we're supporting the post office on the friend zone. Stamps is robbing you a valuable friend making time. Fucking A. It's about time someone said as much. Uh peace out everyone. Fuck you, stamps.com. <laughs> time.